Hello and welcome to The Optional Podcast, episode number 152 for the week of February 18th, 2019. Mm. The Optional Podcast is a show all about the latest in video games and entertainment, recorded each week from New York City and bounced around cables and satellites all around the world. Mm. And right into your listening device of choice, as always, I'm Paul Tamayo and I'm here with my co-host, Cam Brewster. Yo, I'm back, Ooh, bitches. back, baby. Sorry, I didn't mean to call you bitches. It's a rude yeah, word. I'm trying weird. to take it out of my lexicon, but you know. Same here. Yeah, it doesn't make me feel good when I call someone a B word. I've been trying to also um, take my cursing down a notch. Mm, take it down a take notch. Take it down a notch because I realized I curse a lot. Yeah, you don't realize your mannerisms until you, a you have a podcast. Yeah, b you're on camera a lot too. Right, and you're on streams. So when I archive my our streams, I'm like I get comments every once in a while like, "Hey, Paul, you kind of curse a lot," and I'm like. You know what? You're right, buddy. I do, curse, I do a lot. curse a lot. So I'm now trying to take it down. Up. Yeah, like now, shut the fuck up. Thanks for that feedback, bitch. No, but I'm trying to like really turn it down because also I didn't realize until very recently that. Um, so my my nephew loves games. Yeah, he's a big gamer, right? Um, as the kids like to say, and uh, he. So my sister showed him like the Kotaku YouTube channel and like oh. me on a video, and oh, it yeah, no. blew his little brain. <laughs> he's like, like, oh, I'm you're famous. He was like, oh my god. So and when he saw me recently, he was like, "Oh my god! Like Uncle Paul, I saw your videos. Like I'm a, he was basically like fanning yeah. out, which is so cute." You signed something for him? No. Oh damn, you're the worst. <laughs> I gave him a bunch of gifts. <laughs> goddamn it. Uh, so, um, so with that in mind, I know now that like sometimes he might watch a video of mine. I don't mm-hmm. want to be, you know, cursy cursy. Yeah, I've, I tend to lean on my cursing for like comedic purposes, and I, it's like I shouldn't do that. Mm-hmm. I want to go Sinbad with it. You know, what I mean? it's kind of tough to be Sinbad. Yeah, old Will Smith. Or Will Smith. Write one verse without a curse. Eminem. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, guess who won that <laughs> battle? Guess who won the long game there? For real. Um, it, actually, it's funny enough because uh, w- one of my... Go <laughs> the car on the floor. Uh, one, of my, one of the games I'm playing has a, a, another superstar actor, action hero who curses mm. and i'm like whoa, whoa. I, this is weird this is new but also kind of it's kind of cool yeah. kind of cool to see like the Cursing red is, it depends it depends yeah. if you want to really emphasize something it can really take it to the next level yeah but sometimes it's a little too much it's like yeah you want to be uh either uh samuel jackson right or uh, will smith <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's samuel or simbad yeah one, one of the two. one of the two yeah those are both good um but yeah, man, what else is what else is new, man? Chilling. So last week I was out because I had a family thing, and it was a good family thing. Good it wasn't thing. like a bad thing. No, it was so, a great thing. Uh, I'm glad. I'm glad to be back, man. I'm, I'm happy. This is like you know, it's my favorite part of the yeah, week. I definitely missed you last week because I was like, man, and also I was like kind of scrambling because I couldn't do it on the weekday on a weekday. Yeah. Um, and I reached out to Khalif, and he was like, Khalif, yeah, I'd, love, I'd love to. Khalif, <laughs> Ka? Yeah, yeah. I went from from camp. Chicago. <laughs> He stole my whole fucking flow. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, no. Nah, thanks, shout out to Kyle. Um, wow, I didn't know we had uh, Soldier Boy <laughs> Soldier in the Boy studio. <laughs> yeah, after I was just talking about not cursing, I know, right? Um, yeah, no. Shout out to Kyle, man. Yeah, word. It was it was great. Thankfully, he was gracious enough to step in, and uh, we we talked about some really good stuff. Yeah, no, you guys really went. That was a great conversation. Yeah, yeah. I was like on the train, like yeah. I agree. <laughs> I agree with both of y'all. Um, but yeah, man, not much otherwise been going on besides the fucking onslaught. I cursed again. Yeah, I mean, it happens, bro. Besides the f- heckin' onslaught. But it's good that games, you're noticing. I am. That's I'm becoming good. aware. Yeah, that's the exactly. first step. That's the first step, man. Yo, also, can I just say real quick yeah. before starting a podcast? I still struggle with me saying, um, like, 
uh, yeah. a whole lot mm-hmm. and I become hyper aware of it. And now I take really long, person. long, yeah, long breaks. And I think about what I'm going to say. I try, I try my best to slow down unless I get super passionate about something then I can't help it. You know, like I, um, sh- uh, I listen to waypoint a lot and awesome work. Walker does this thing where he goes, Hmm. <laughs> like he does this like internal yeah internal yeah. thing but it's audible and that's you can tell that's his pause break because he never says like yeah yeah and i was like that's good i say like a lot <laughs> i need to need to cut that yeah, out yeah I, I do too i'm trying to you know I'm, I'm, but you know we're all, god's working on it, all of us yeah, so right. um, god's point shout out to Jesus shout out to Drake. uh <laughs> but yeah this is related to what we've been playing this week uh man i'm gonna just kind of do my best to go through this laundry <laughs> go list for of it. games so i've been playing more icy odyssey partially for work uh that game's still one of my favorite games i love that game are uh, you checking so out good. like are you finishing the the first part or is this dlc dlc this? stuff okay, yeah because okay. like at this point i don't know when i'm gonna finish that dlc stuff i think i'm still around like 70 hours worth of gameplay Whoa. um but i yeah so i mean the main campaign I, mean, okay. I meant to say but yeah i've been playing the dlc i finished the first chapter which is actually pretty good um I, I enjoyed it so far but i could see how they're planting the seeds for the thing that became a controversy later so i'm also trying to like do that for research um Besides that, another Ubisoft game that I've been playing is um, Far Cry New Dawn. So, <clears throat> oh, couldn't talk about it last week, but we got codes for it at work, and um, I like Far Cry the series. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Far Cry Five, although it kind of falls short and definitely falls flat in terms of like the story and how it sort of wraps things up, um, it did have its moments. You know, like it definitely has its problematic had tones fun. and stuff. I had some fun with yeah. that game. I, I mean, I, I beat it. I, that kind of says a lot about how I, I guess the moment to moment stuff like mm. the, the little loop was satisfying <clears throat> and far cry new dawn definitely is interesting because it's the first time uh i believe i could be wrong but uh the first time the series has like a direct sequel to a previous game right. that's not some sort of like spin-off or yeah, whatever yeah, yeah. um and that's interesting because you are revisiting parts of the game that you played in five. Oh, really yeah and they're all like dilapidated and they're like mm. different you know the landscape has changed the like the biome has changed even the animals have changed like they're mm. like weird have like red eyes and like pink antlers and stuff it's a very like deliberate color palette in this game that's hard to ignore um it's all over the box art and the marketing for this can for this game um but uh it's fun it definitely it's it's a shorter experience from what i from what i've heard so far uh it's also like 40 bucks so it's cheaper than the the original game was or at that's least five bad. was that might make yeah. me want to pick it up it's pretty fun, um, and it has it still has co op. It doesn't have the multiplayer Far Cry arcade stuff, but mm-hmm. uh, the story is interesting too. Like it kind of it deals with some really interesting themes of like fa- you know parents and children and the new generation and like you know not knowing what happened because I think this takes place seventeen years after the ending of Far Cry Five, which I won't give away. But I mean, you can kind of tell by based off of the marketing for this one how it kind of ends. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's kind of interesting so far. The story definitely starts to go back to like the Far Cry 3 style of things where it's like, okay, this is a pretty uh, paint-by-numbers action movie with a really over-the-top villain. And although they're kind of like lightly dancing around some heavier themes, like they never really s- dive into them. Yeah, again? You know? Yeah, oh, pretty much. Um, but if, you know, if, if, if you can kind of overlook those things, sometimes you kind of have to just like shrug it off and just realize that like, like, it's never going to be that. It's never going to do it. No matter how much they not going to do it. Lean it. Yeah. It's not going to do it. Uh, So, uh, but besides that, it's, it's, it's interesting because it has some like light RPG elements to it this time around. So you can actually, um, when you recap, when you capture a post, you can, uh, I think it's called, you can 
I want to say salvage. I always get the wrong, it's the wrong S word, but I think it's salvage. It's not salvage. It's something else. It's another S word. Okay. You can reset the outpost mm-hmm. and uh, it brings back higher level enemies. So you have to then upgrade your weapons to take them out. So you're not really like Assassin's Creed leveling up your character, like level 39, 40, 41. It's more like there are four tiers of enemies. There's level one, two, three, and elite. And your weapons also have that same ranking system. So obviously if you're taking a level two enemy on with a level one enemy, it's going to take way more shots to take them to, to take them down. It's not impossible though. Not impossible. Okay. And also, it depends on where you're hitting them. So headshots obviously give you more damage, and you see the number pop up over there. And then you head. got the heavy guy with the... Yeah, you got the heavy dude, and you got the shield guy, and you know the rocket launcher dude, uh, and the people that like kind of run after you and kind of get in your face. So it definitely pays to grind a bit, and you have to... like When you capture outposts, you're capturing resources that you, that you pour into like a home base, mm. and inside that home base, you can upgrade things like your health, your weapons, your, your AI companions even your maps and stuff. And um, so once you, that loop is pretty satisfying because you know that every time you're doing something, you're doing it for like a reason that will make you stronger. Right. So there is something there. Yeah. It's not just like, oh, I can get this person back at the base now. Yeah. 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 And it's like, it kind of makes you feel a little dirty because you're like, you're doing it with the express intent of being Mm -hmm. like, Oh yeah, I'm I'm, I'm taking this capture. <laughs> I'm, trying, I'm not trying to save anybody. I'm just yeah. trying to upgrade to a rocket launcher. Like, I don't care about whoever's caught in here, um, but that's fine, whatever. And then um, they also have this thing called expeditions, where you can sort of take a helicopter and you go to these little like newly made areas mm-hmm. around the country. So like you go to like San Francisco, you go to the desert somewhere where like where the I guess the bombs haven't really hit that hard or had an impact that hard, and you're taking over like large like naval ships or it's pretty cool it's pretty interesting you're crossing these bridges to take over little towns and they always kind of result in so far i've only done a few of them but they always result in the same way you go you get a package it has a gps tracker on it you have to go to an extraction point they all follow you you have to survive until the helicopter lands and you get the fuck out you get the heck out <laughs> and um it, it's pretty fun there's a nice variety in there but so far i've been having fun with it although the because of the nature of what i do i always have to like upload cloud saves and backup cloud saves if they don't have enough like save slots this game doesn't have multiple save slots mm-hmm. so i forgot where my save is with my latest thing and because of that i lost like two hours worth of like stuff Oh no! so i, I don't know where that exists and if it doesn't exist somewhere that's easily accessible i may just put it down for now because i don't want to have to do that stuff again immediately um yeah that is a bummer when you kind of like, lose hours of your life like developers please give me multiple save how's slots. the um say uh stealth stuff did they fix a lot of that stuff? Uh, a little bit, yeah. yeah. So it's kind of interesting when you... I noticed when I was trying to do like perfect... I have a video up on the YouTube of, uh, of me taking the same outpost three times in the different levels. So you mm-hmm. get to see how difficult it gets. And I, I always try to do my best to do a no alarm like capture because when they get that alarm oh man it's like almost impossible we to know do where it. you are yeah and they just people keep coming so um what's interesting is every time i fail and i would reload the last checkpoint the alarms also would reset they would mm. like move around so if you had like the perfect like you know planned line yeah. yeah it would just like nope now you have to go this way um, that's kind of cool it is pretty pretty cool so but i i got this like sniper rifle that just destroys but what's what's also interesting is if an enemy has a helmet on if you headshot them uh, their, their helmet pops off and then you, you know your head your sniper rifle will recoil and you have to like reorient and then hit him again in the head although if you hit him in the body that's a one-shot kill so i found mm. like my strategies even from what i know <clears throat> having to switch up a little bit but it's it's fun the stealth stuff really really works i that's my favorite part of far cry is being able to you know go into a base and 
not have them know where I was and yeah. take them out. Like I that. think that's what I struggled with in the last one because I do play stealthy. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was, it was, I guess I had that bug where like if you shot somebody, everybody would be like, huh? Yeah, I know exactly where you <laughs> yeah, are. Yeah, we know yeah. where you are. Let's go investigate. Yeah, that um, that still is there. But like when it escalates to like the higher level bases when you reset them, um, they have access to other things. Like I found enemies shooting mortars at me and like rockets and things that weren't available to them in the in the first place which is kind of interesting in this game they have like the uh like the macgyvered weapons right yeah that's how that's how's cool. that uh it's cool so you so while you're kind of traversing the map which i also would recommend to people who are playing this to just like hike everywhere because mm-hmm. you'll stumble across camps and stuff that have like screws or duct tape or you know coils or whatever and you always have to like search for them and, and pick up these resources that then you can spend back at your home base prosperity to upgrade weapons and everything. And what's cool is it reflects in the actual weapons themselves. So you'll see like weird little knobs and like screws, like for, for iron sights, like really nice details to the guns that are like very clearly handcrafted mm-hmm. and like they feel janky as heck, but it, it, it is cool. The shooting is still kind of the same. Like nothing's really changed much. Uh, it's still pretty solid in that, in that degree. But after playing some other shooters, like uh, that we'll probably talk about in a little bit, like it does feel a little weighed down in a way that like, <laughs> does feel limiting and uh it makes me want to play those other games way more yeah that's good to hear though yeah but it, it's fun it's fun i think if it you know if you're kind of hesitant ch- check it out if it ever gets if it ever goes on sale or whatever it's mm-hmm. pretty cool um i also finally bought final fantasy 9 because this week there was a direct and that came out like the day of the direct <clears throat> and um i'm only about like two hours in and i've never played nine what the hell but is, I, nine? Nine is that is- with the little sprites yeah, and the the main character is like a human with a tail, and there's like the okay, yeah, mate, the, I missed that one. Yeah, completely. same. So I I remember playing the demo for it, which was I think the first like half an hour of the game or something. So a lot of what I played already from the beginning was like felt very familiar. I'm like, oh, I played this as a kid, mm-hmm. but I don't know what happens after you know they escape or whatever. So I've been playing it so far. It's really fun to. It it is kind of like a weird port because it's basically like the same port that exists on every other fucking console, heckin' console. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's on like phones. It's on PS4. It's on everything. I think it's on PC as well. Um, I don't actually. I'm not sure if it's on PS4. I should check that. But uh, it's it's fine. It's yeah. like it has that like gross updated UI on it, like the new typeface. Like, and you can change the theme to make it blue and make it feel like it's old school. But everything else is kind of the same. Like the the textures of the characters themselves have been like upgraded a bit, so you can actually see like a right, face, yeah. or whatever. But the backgrounds, because I guess they must have, like, maybe they lost those files or whatever. It's definitely not, like, a re... It's not a remake. It's just kind of like a port, I guess. Like, a yeah, remaster. Yeah, so it just seems Very kind old. of, like, simple remaster. Uh, a lot of those pre-rendered backgrounds are, like, kind of, like, blurry and smudged. And, like, sometimes it's hard to tell. Like, what am I like, looking what at? What is this? Is this the floor? What is this? Yeah. Uh, so that's kind of interesting to, like, look at from an archival perspective. But so far, it's Final Fantasy. It's pretty fun, So like, from what I've played. And... Um, definitely want to play more of that, and I'll probably have more thoughts of it later. Um, besides that, another game that that dropped the same day that I was super excited about initially, and then kind of grew to become disappointed in, is Tetris Ninety Nine. So this is a game that I talked about very briefly on like Twitter. I haven't really gone into it. I still might do a video for work this week on it, just to kind of really highlight some yeah. stuff. So this is me workshopping stuff. But um, so Tetris Ninety Nine, for those who don't know, is a Tetris game that is a battle royale with ninety nine players. They all jump into a game, and it's basically like a battle-style Tetris where you have to like race to get lines, and you send garbage to other players. And by garbage, I mean like lines that they have to then clear themselves, and they're always out of order, so you're always giving them these little like gaps in their lines that they have to clear themselves. So the interesting part is, obviously, it's Battle Royale, so only one player survives. 
Um, but as you're playing in the background on the top, um, there are these cardinal direction things. So the, I guess nine o'clock says random. 12 o'clock says, I think it's KOs. I forget. I think it's KOs. Three o'clock it says badges. And then six says, knock. wait, did I say knockouts already? Mm. Atta- yeah, you did attackers. say knockouts. Yeah. It says attackers. So basically what that means is while you're playing, you can use the left thumbstick to target people. And there's there's a grid behind your main play field of people playing at, in real time. Yeah. And you can see them and you can see whoever's like struggling. You can like move your left stick and sort of make your way over to them and then start sending them trash to knock them out. Wow. When you knock them out, you then acquire like a part of a badge. The more people you knock out, the more complete badge you have, the more percentage of garbage you can then send to other players. So there is an incentive there to knock people out of the game, acquire their badge, and then send more trash to other players. So it makes you stronger, ultimately. Right. So it's like, it's like the equivalent of you raiding their stuff and then getting their best gear. Um, Sounds cool. Yeah. What, what also can happen is you can, you can leave it on random and the game will decide for you who, who it wants to attack for you or whatever. So you'll see these lines. I'm sure you've seen the memes. You'll see lines that like draw from the grid pointed to your board. That means that these people are targeting you. So that's when it helps to use the right thumbstick to change the little cardinal direction thing I, I mentioned before to change it to attacker mode attackers which then focuses all of your trash like equally oh, disperses man. it to them oh. so you can like defend yourself in that scenario and then you can also i think if you hit badges i, I could be wrong about this I, I haven't figured that i haven't figured this out for sure yet but i haven't also read a lot about this game but um i think that one will just sort of focus on people who have badges so mm-hmm. then so if you want to if you defeat them you'll get their badges oh, in return. Right, cool. So it kind of makes sense to prioritize that later on in the game to like go after their stuff. So uh, with all that said, the first night of me playing that, I didn't know any of that. I, I knew very little of that. Mm-hmm. So I was trying to figure out, because the game also has no tutorial. So you're oh, playing wow. this game and I left it on random and I let the game decide for me. And I played all night. I played all night because I was like, I'm going to get into this game. I'm going to try it out. I was also playing with the switch docked at my PC. So I was capturing footage. I was like, Oh, maybe I'll make a video out of this. Um, and my first problem with this game, uh, <laughs> my first of many is the UI is specifically designed in my opinion. Uh, this is all like, uh, yeah. this is all hypothetical. I don't know for sure. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? I'm can't, I can't figure find the word I'm looking for. Um, conjecture. Yeah, sure. <laughs> uh, I, assume that this game was designed for portable mode only Mm. um it doesn't have a lot of customization options in terms of like changing what the ui looks like and my main problem is that the board is way too big right so i was playing on my monitor and granted i had to like move back a little bit and but the board still takes up like the majority of your screen which for some players they might like especially if you're playing handheld i think it makes sense because the the screen is literally like smaller it's in front of your face in between your hands that's fine on a TV though, or a monitor, it doesn't make sense. It's, like, it's so big, it's like so in your face, and you have to like the. So for me, here's my problem number two. Because of that, the top right of the play space ha- always has your queue of pieces that are next. Mm-hmm. And for me, that's important because I got to know. All right, if I'm dropping this eye bar, I know next up is a box, right. like a square. Okay, now I have to keep. So I'm always one move ahead. Right. <clears throat> And usually I can tell just from the perif- my peripheral. I'm not looking. Oh, right. I'm not looking directly at the pieces. Although every once in a while, like, if I want to look and see like what are my next few pieces, or like I'm looking for an eye bar, I need one. 
um, I'm never looking, I'm never taking my eyes off the actual play space. Right. It's always happening peripherally. This game, for whatever reason, the cue is so far up the screen that I have to like move my eye way higher. Right, especially if you're on TV now. Yeah, exactly. I have to move my eye way higher to check, and that makes me sloppy in the play space, which for me is like a major like no-no for me. Because right. it messes me up, and it makes me do more, it makes me create more errors that way. <clears throat> that's my number one that's my number one kind of critique about the game is just the UI in general. Um my other thing is this is typically not the kind of Tetris I like to play. I do like Tetris battle games. I played one on PS4, I forget what it was called, but it was four players. <clears throat> four players felt like a great number because it was like small enough where you can if you're the last one standing out of four players, everyone was like throwing haymakers at each other. Right. It felt it felt more deliberate. It didn't feel as hectic hectic and like random um 99 players just feels like something that they wrote down that kind of felt cool on paper and yeah it just sounds like a cool name yeah that that too and they're I, like let's lean into that and i think it's like i think it's a great streaming game if you want to watch people stream it sure um and that's probably part of their decision to make it that way but for me personally uh that's not how i want to play tetris like i don't want the random nature of it to also like get in the way like literally get in the way of of me playing tetris the right. other thing, sometimes the game will slow down deliberately, like when there are people sending things to you or you to them, and you're ready to go, but the game's like, well, hold on a second, you got to watch this. Okay, now go. And, it, and it's literally like half a second, but right. when you're playing high-level Tetris, it's like that shit completely like ruins it for me. What do you, uh, what do you like about the game? Um, I mean, the battle stuff is fun. It is fun to knock people out. Yeah. It is fun to get badges. It is fun to... I mean, every time I play, I always... And this is like a... I guess it's like a humble brag. Every time I play, <laughs> I'm always in the top 10. Right. So that that stretch of play from getting to 10 to 1 is fun. Uh, the game will also tell you like 50 players left, 10 players left. So like it, it kind of heightens the, mm-hmm. the pressure. Um, I think the music is terrible. So when oh. you're playing from 99 to 50, it's one song. It's the, it's the everybody loves that Tetris song, techno version, like German techno <laughs> version. And then when you go from 50 to 10, it's another song. And then from 10 to 1, it's this really annoying, like, <laughs> nagging song that, like, kind of plays. Which I actually had to, like, mute it. And I just listened to music off my computer just to, like, not yeah, have to listen to that. Yeah, just don't have to worry about that. Yeah. Uh, which is not a deal. But I do like the nature of, like, multiplayer Tetris. I like battling against right. people. I think 99 is just way too many people. Because every time I lose, every time I get well, I'm losing... I mean, second place finish. I got a ton of second place finishes the first night because I didn't know essentially the rhythm of the game yet. Right. I didn't know when to shift up, shift down, mm-hmm. you know, look look who's attacking me, defend myself. I didn't know that cadence yet. And I think that cadence is really easy to learn over time and then win over, over and over again. So after I got my first like win or two, I was like, I'm done with this game because like I know how to, I know how to work this right, game now. I and get it, yeah. There isn't much more beyond this for me to get. And... And this was on day two, so this is like the second time I played it. And so I think my main problem is every time I got a second place finish or I didn't get first, having to do that all over again from the bottom is not fun. In Apex Legends or Fortnite or PUBG right. or Blackout, it's fun when you lose because you wind up losing more than you win. That's just the nature of a, of a right. battle royale. But every time you drop, you're like, all right, cool. What's the what's the strategy now? Like, let's let's try this area and I hope I get a sniper this time or maybe let's go over here. And this is just the same thing. Right. It's the same thing again from the from the very bottom. And that's Tetris, right? Like, there's only so much you can do with Tetris. You can't drop somewhere new in Tetris. That's true. Um, 
but this made me appreciate Tetris Effect that much more because the the heightened moments of Tetris Effect for me when my heart starts racing are when I know I'm close to my max score right. and I'm like, oh, okay, I can beat it. I can clear I can do I can it. Clear my best. I can clear my best. And that's like a personal thing. With this game, it makes my blood pump and it makes me nervous and it makes me... A little bit of Battle Royale shit. Yeah. It's like, oh my God, my senses are just going crazy. You feel the adrenaline like literally pumping into your veins. I feel my pulse in my neck yeah. like pounding. And I'm like, I don't like getting in that space with Tetris. Like, I don't associate that That's with Tetris. That's not the game for that, yeah. Yeah, so for me, it's like, I, I just, I don't like it for many reasons. And that probably being the most uh Maybe they'll have, like, a mode egregious. where it's, like, a less amount of people. I hope so. In the, in the future. I think, like, I think even cutting it in half or, or you know, make it 20 Cause people. Because, like, how, how long until, like, people start dropping it out? Pretty immediately. Really? Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, wow. at least in the games that I play... Um, and maybe it's me knocking them out, but like, right. I, I always find like it, getting to 50 takes a while, but there are people that just drop off like, wow. like yeah. flies. And I think that like my thing, <clears throat> my main thing too, is like, let me just play the top 20 people in here. Like, let me play these people. Yeah. They'll probably do a rank mode. Yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm maybe. sure. Cause like I know a lot of a rank, like I know apex is coming out with like a rank mode and yeah. all that stuff. So I'm sure it'll be on the way. That's that's a bummer, though. Yeah, it's a, it's a huge bummer. I, I was really looking forward to it. I have no interest in this game at all because I'm not yeah. like a huge Tetris. I'm not good at Tetris, so I was like, this is going to be bad for me. I'm going to be one of those people that's just like getting kicked out all the time. Yeah, and that that's kind of what scares me, too, to a degree, is like I love Tetris, and mm-hmm. I always want to spread the gospel of Tetris. And I, I, I fear that people who aren't good at Tetris are going to play this and be turned off from Tetris, from Tetris right. because they're like, oh, man, I'll never get good. And I think you can get good. I think I think if this game had this game would benefit from like a solo version or maybe like a smaller condensed four player version, or computer one, computer controlled yeah. one where you can like you know up the difficulty for the enemies mm. or your or uh, you know competitive competitors. Uh, but yeah, for me, uh, it's like a kind of a hard pass, um, which is a bummer. But also, there are the Tetris games out there that not I just every don't Tetris like. game is made equally, man. Yeah, no, not, it's not, not always going to be the one. That's why there's so many. Word. Um, in addition to that, <laughs> for a few more games on my list, uh, I started playing Anthem on Friday because that's when it officially came out for like people who bought the super duper deluxe version. Talk about it. Uh, Anthem, for those who don't know, is another looter shooter coming out from EA and Bioware. Uh, it's basically an Iron Man simulator. You play with three friends if you have friends to play with, which I don't. Because um, I'm playing on PC, I don't, I don't know anybody on PC. Yeah, so it's randos. It's pretty, yeah, pretty much randos, and uh, it has a story to it. There's a story about you know you're in this like sort of last bastion of mankind, and you're dealing with this this weird entity called the Anthem that has also spawned or like kind of poisoned and, and manipulated these other creatures and people that are trying to take that place and, and get some technology from whatever. It's like this whole thing, right? But ultimately, what it what it boils down to is you go to a quest giver, you you party up with friends, you go on that quest, you shoot some things, you, you pick your mech, solve a puzzle, yeah, you come back with your mech, you get whatever loot you collected on that mission, you upgrade it, you customize it, you find another quest giver, you go on another mission, get more yeah. loot. It's that. It's that. You know the vibes. Um, How is that stuff? Some of it is fun. Some of it's actually really good. I think the opening for this game is actually pretty incredible. Um, the first like twenty thirty minutes of the game like blew me away. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's an excellent way to teach you the game. It sort of like trickle trickle feeds you like the the way the game operates. Um, and the like I like I mentioned about the demo, like the actual shooting and like the combos and stuff, like it's fun. It's actually right. a lot of fun. I like being able to feel like War Machine. I picked the Colossus this time around. 
It's best class. And I feel really strong. I feel like I'm like kind of the one who leads the way a lot of times. I'm like switching between shoot, firing off missiles, shooting this like shotgun blast thing, holding up my shield, gr- like ground pounding the you know like little enemies, and like I feel really cool when like when you start to like combo and chain mm-hmm. things, it feels freaking good. Hulkbuster. Yeah, you feel like the Hulkbuster. Like you're in the Hulkbuster. Hulkbuster. And then uh, that stuff feels really good. Although, um, from what I've played so far, it hasn't been a soup like a crazy ton of variety. I do, I am curious though to see like maybe streamers or something who really get into this game play higher level um, anthem so mm. just to see how they sort of like call out strategies and do things because I think that'll be fun to watch and learn from. Yeah. Um, but this game has problems and it has a lot of problems that I think uh, hopefully can get fixed and like you know it's like any sort of new online shooter hopefully soon. Um, like the load times are still so oh is that still a problem man yeah oh, like. No. Starting off a mission, it loads up and it takes like a few minutes to get into action to get into the action. And then sometimes while you're in the mission, it takes a couple minutes to like load the next part. Yeah, it's 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 interesting because Destiny hides its load screens with the ship stuff, right? Right, right. You're just seeing right. a cool thing. Yeah, you, it doesn't really wear on you because you're just looking at your shit. Like, ooh, like, yeah, you I get got to see ship, my dude. shit. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So having a thing that says like Anthem. Or like showing the robot. It's like, ooh, it's not fun. It like, seems archaic. You might as well have a bar that's going across the screen. Like that's all it is. Yeah, it's you, a, it's a. But bar. you might as well at that point. Yeah, you might as well. <laughs> like that's the one thing you're like, ooh, yeah. man, we're at eighty <laughs> percent, and it's just like a graphic of like one of the tight yeah. uh, one of the javelins, and then um, you're just watching that load, and and nothing's really happening, and and it kind of falls back to my problems that I've had with a lot of these shooters, Division, Destiny, mm-hmm. now Anthem, the little brother syndrome, I like to call it, where it's like. The three players who I'm playing with, they probably have done this mission already, so they know what to do. So they're just barreling. And they're just, they're gone. They're not even looking at the shit. They're gone. Yeah, they're not even picking things up. They're like not ling- like lingering, looking around. And I'm not talking to them because I kind of want to also listen in on the comms to like hear the dialogue. So I don't want to hear their bullshit. Mm. I don't want to hear whatever they're talking about. And um, you're missing a lot of that stuff if you talk to them at the same time and you're strategizing. But then for me, what winds up happening is I'm just being dragged along. So they know where to go. They're going and they're starting to shoot already. There's no real. And this is granted partially because I'm not talking to them, but there's no real opportunity, especially after playing something like Apex Legends. There's no opportunity for me to coordinate these strategies without a mic Mm -hmm. and without having to like actually talk to these people, which I get again. That's kind of my fault. But it just doesn't feel gratifying. It doesn't feel like when we win, it's like, oh, cool. I, I think I did something. I, th- I think I helped. And there are moments where I definitely, like, I'm the one who did the thing. Like, that guy you were having yeah. trouble with, I flanked him and I took him out because you, you were concentrating your fire on the wrong part of his right. body or whatever. Um, so that stuff feels still feels really good. The game looks freaking amazing. That's like, flying still feels so good. So it definitely has potential. Mm-hmm. But um, actually, I remember... Um, Kirk Hamilton on Twitter wrote a really good like tweet about how he feels about the game and and about trying to absorb the story while playing with other people on comms. He said it's like trying to watch a movie at a crowded party. It's like trying to focus on a story when there's a lot of things happening like visually and audibly like it's hard to convey that stuff and a lot of times it makes you want to play alone but then playing alone you don't get the full experience. Right. So you have to have like a, a group of friends that are like 
willing, aware yeah. and willing to shut the F up and be like, hey, let me listen to this part. I haven't played this or yet. Or willing to go through the story at the same time. Right. You know, that's, and that's a lot to coordinate. It's such a hard thing, especially like if you're an adult. Right. And especially if you have different, you know, schedules and stuff. Like yeah, that, so. yeah. So I, I, I still remain kind of hopeful. Like a lot of that action stuff felt great. The customization feels really cool. Mm-hmm. Like my mech looks badass. Um, I love that part of it. It's so much fun. Yeah. And like the, the loot stuff, like that loop itself is really fun. It's really it's really gratifying. Like I got a new rocket launcher thing. I got a new armor pack, a new helmet. That still feels really solid. And the story is actually pretty good. Like the story from what I've been watching and, and listening and absorbing, like the motion capture stuff looks amazing. Mm. Like some of those characters I have like huge crushes on. Um, and it's just fun to interact with them and, and hear their stories and talk to them. There's a guy from, uh, there's Joe... Truglio, I forget his name, Trulio. Mm-hmm. He's from uh, Brooklyn Nine Nine. He's in it. He's fun oh, to interact cool. with. Um, so there, there are things about this game that I want to play and I want to keep playing with. Um, but the other game that I've been playing right now, which is Apex Legends, has been at the top, like the forefront of my mind, and it makes me like, again, scratch my head at EA and be like, wow, mm-hmm. you kind of like. I, I made a video about it with Gita. Like, <clears throat> it kind of ruined my game plans. Like, I want to play these other games, but I just want to keep going back to Apex Legends because it's so freaking good, and it's so fun to play. Great game. It's such a good game. So that's a, that's the other game on my laundry list. Yeah. Almost getting there. But so, yeah, we can talk about Apex Legends yeah, now. Yeah, I'll join you. Um, it was funny because I was playing with you and, and Sam. Shout out to Sam. Shout Geekart to Sam. Games. We were playing the other night, and I was like, oh, um, the controller I had inside because my girlfriend was playing Kingdom Hearts out here and I was like, let, you know, let her have the couch and the TV. So I was playing at my desk with my old DualShock and you guys are talking about like new controllers and I was like, oh man. So I went out and got a new controller. Yeah. I got the see-through one. Oh, nice. And um, made a huge difference. Uh, yeah. But Apex Legends, man, but I didn't get a chance to talk to you about it last week. Last week, man. What do you think about Apex Legends? So like, I was at work and I remember hearing the rumors over that weekend and they were like, oh, it's going to drop. I was like, for real, Titanfall? <laughs> you know, Battle Royale? I was like, bullshit. Yeah, like, yeah. what is that going to be? And it dropped them. Me and my coworkers, we were watching, like, streams, like, the live stream of them, like, unveiling the game. And they were like, oh, download it now. Yeah. So, like, I went on my phone, and I went to the PlayStation app, and I started downloading it. Nice. So, when I got home, I can, you know, boot it up. What a pro. And I was like, oh, this is looks really fun. Like, it was, had, like, the kinks and stuff and, and stuff like that. But, uh... I wasn't exactly thrilled about this game at first. Hmm. Um, like, it did some really great things, which I, I think that a lot of Battle Royales need to learn from. 100%. And they they obviously been watching from the bushes, like, yo, that's what people want. Let's put that in our game. Let's refine this is, it. This, yeah, exactly. They were like, what's missing? Like, they must have had, like, uh, what do you call it? play testers and stuff like yeah, that like yeah. and gotten their brutally honest opinions about other games because a lot of this stuff like auto equipping um, uh, attachments on your guns and so when you pick up another gun that you don't want all that stuff comes with you and it just puts it on it puts the best part of those things on so it's like you want that that's the best one you don't have to worry about it right you don't have to fucking do the call of duty thing which I think call of duty is one of my favorite games uh, th- this past year um and that just takes you out of the action where it's like, I need to get going. <laughs> mm-hmm. I got to fucking put down the gun, drop it out of my thing. I don't have enough space. Now I got to drop it on the floor. Then I got to fucking find it 
in the pile of things. <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh, Too much. they just cut all that out. It's great. It's yeah. like, why didn't anybody think of it? It like auto-attaches things. Oh. And it like it, even when you switch guns, right. it takes your attachments and puts it, it puts on the new on shit. The gun. Yeah, it's like, <gasps> it's perfect. Um, and then the pinging system, just phenomenal. Yeah. Uh, I mean, people have been talking about this, like, but you, you, it go, like, goes without saying, like, this needs to be in every single game. Like, yes. Battlefield used to do it. Um, you know, with this spotting, like you, you miss how much, you know, you really miss that in a, in a game when you don't have it. Right. And then when they bring it back in a, in a completely different genre, it's like, Oh yeah, that's what's been missing. Yeah. It it works. Tagging people is amazing and tagging everything. And you can convey so much with that. Like just that double tap or that single, Hey, there's a thing here you might want. And you go, Uh, okay. Okay, cool. I got that. Yeah. Um, I just love it. Um, it. It's great. But I, I wasn't thrilled with the shooting. Mm. I think it was a, a mixture between... I had a really shitty controller. Um, my one controller was like... Uh, my newest controller was uh, freaking out. So um, I started using my old controller and I kind of like... I took it apart and I put the good pieces from my old controller... Oh, damn. ...on my new controller to the old controller so I can just use it. And it was working fine, but my left thumbstick wasn't letting me run well because oh. i had been sitting it must have been like dusty or some shit so it started working after a while but like it, i would just get stuck in the animation of the run like it would just like stutter yeah so i was just wasn't having a great great time um uh and then the shooting i think it was a combination of every gun feels completely different which i think is a great thing but I w- i'm not used to that like right, most right. most battle royales like not every gun feels like completely different in this game. Every gun feels completely different. Like yeah. there's not one gun that's like the other, mm-hmm. like at all, like even in the same group of guns. So like each, uh, DMR shotgun. sniper or the yeah. shotguns, like they play completely different. Yeah. Um, and which is amazing. So I was getting frustrated at that, not knowing what the guns were, but that happens over time. You get, yeah, you, you learn get, it, you learn it. Um, and then it was the time to kill. Uh, so it takes a lot to kill somebody in this game. Especially at the end of the game. Especially at the end of the game when everybody's got their all their maxed out purple armor on. Sometimes mm-hmm. they have the yellow armor on. Yeah. And you smash that armor and that feels great. Like the feedback in this game is fantastic. <laughs> also, real quick, the the visual cues of like, all right, I'm dro- I'm getting purple damage. Now I'm getting red damage. Like you know, yeah. his armor's down. He's weak. Go for this guy. Which which is great. Also, you can uh, customize the damage numbers. Yeah. Um. So you can like stack them, which I, I, I think is the best way yeah. to do it. Jack Frax um, told me that. Yeah, yeah, Jack. <laughs> I, I was listening to him. He was like, and it helps because you get individual hits, pings on the like the the damage. So that feedback is really important. And it's great because you see that thing just smash, and that feels so good. Yeah, and man. then you're like, couple more hits, and he's gonna be down. Uh, but all that takes, you know, takes a, a couple seconds, and you're not used to that. Like, yeah. I should be killing this dude. And then when they're down, it takes another. Um, thing I, it, that's all on purpose is is a design, um, you know, implementation. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, I was struggling with that stuff. Um, then I kept playing it, and I was like, "Why am I still playing this game? It's three in the morning." <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, so I'm addicted. I'm wholly addicted. Same. It's that thing where like I just want to go home and play that. Yeah, like even talking about it now it makes me like, "Yo, let's just end the show early." I want to play. Yeah. So uh, yesterday I got home, and uh, so this is the second week it's been out. Right. Mm-hmm. Third week, maybe second week. It's gonna be two weeks. Yeah. So this is the second week I was playing. I'm not like I haven't been playing like a ton all the time because I don't have a lot of time. But when I do, I play for hours. Um, and I, I got into a, a match with these. Uh, it was I was gonna like put it down. I got into a match with two randos, and we were just 
cruising along. Every fight we had, we were just coming out on top. Nice. And I was like, we're gonna win. Like I just, you know how you just feel it. Yeah. Like I was well equipped. I had my um, the R. 109 or something like that mm. it's the the assault rifle okay it's my favorite one in the game and then i had the the light machine gun the uh, i forgot what it's called but um it's like a rapid fire one but i had that and i was just felt confident you know you just get that like in the Ooh. zone yeah and then we saw these the last two teams battling out and we were just like go <laughs> and we just like rushed them and we like blindsided them and we just got that w and that that champion oh it feels good it feels good and that was like the second time i won uh, and again, with Randall, I haven't won with friends yet, which is like that's my goal. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I'm, I'm I'm really in love with this game. So good. Um, yeah. How how you been feeling about? Oh it? man. So yeah, as, like you mentioned, it's week two, and week two, I thought like, all right, maybe it'll start to still like fizzle out, but mm-hmm. I think it's like exponentially growing more and more. My like my love for it is growing more and more. So I feel the same way. I feel like I talked about it on viewpoints this last week. Also checked that out. Shameless plug. I gotta um, look at that. I talked about with Gita. Like we've both been obsessed with this game. And for different reasons. Mm-hmm. So um, for me, particularly, Overwatch has fallen out of rotation. And there, that left a big void for me that, need, that needed to be filled. Mm-hmm. And I tried Battlefield, and it's, Battlefield's good, um, but it wasn't doing it for me. I was, I was playing Call of Duty with, with everyone, with the, with the crew, and I was having fun on occasion. But I, got kinda, I grew tired of the regular multiplayer. I didn't like playing, um, you know, Kill Confirmed for the umpteenth hardcore, time yeah. hardcore yeah like it's fun but like i need a little more substance mm-hmm. there um so this comes along and it's like hey here's the game you never knew you wanted and i'm like oh it really is like a battle royale that's basically a hybrid of titanfall and overwatch mm-hmm. and i'm like this is perfect this is what we need and i i talk about in our video like the, the countless amazing things it does right but my favorite thing probably is i mean a it has characters with unique abilities mm-hmm. so you have your tank you have your your healers you have your scouts your snipers um and what it what i think it does so well and encourages team play is the order in which you pick before the round starts right so it makes you pick an order so you go first i go second our friend goes third yeah that allows you to strategize in advance and say all right can pick the healer i'll be tank our friend will be mm-hmm. bloodhound or whatever um, which I think is genius, but the best part is, is it forces you in that way to get good with three characters. I talked about how Overwatch kind of has what I call the the Black Friday doorbuster mechanic, where it's like you start and you go, "Oh God, okay, everybody go, go, go get your character, get your character," mm-hmm. and I'm like, "Damn, I couldn't pick far. I guess I'll play this person. I guess I'll play May or whatever." Um, which is not the best way to want to go into a fight. I feel like every character here on their own. It's pretty freaking good. Like Mirage, is, as much as I love him, I think he's kind of the weakest one. I think I haven't his, unlocked him yet. Yeah, his ultimate isn't that great. They just kind of stand around yeah. as decoys, which which can be fine if you're in it the right place. It worked on us the other night. Yeah, if last night actually, if you're in a cramped space, it could totally fool you. But if you're out in the open, you're like, what are those five <laughs> idiots doing standing around? So, but but regardless of that fact, even if you're nice nice with Mirage, I've seen like amazing plays with Mirage. Um, I love this part of a shooter's life where people are still figuring out the meta Mm -hmm. and they're figuring out who pairs best with who, right? And again, the smartest thing beyond the the ping system is that each character has their unique abilities. I love Gibraltar. He's my main. Um, But I can play Gibraltar as a sniper. I can play him as like someone who rushes in. 
I'm not tied to the to a weapon. To a weapon. Yeah. I'm not tied to a sniper rifle. I'm not tied to May's thing. Or and I think that's why it, it ultimately does not matter who you pick. Right. And I I love that because it does give you that choice. You can identify with whatever. And some of them have you know the perks that you like. Like I like playing um, uh, the smoke assault Bangalore. Bangalore. She's, she's my beast. she's my favorite. Yeah. Because that smoke is just so. I just pop it in my feet, poofs, and disappear. Like, yeah. Every time every time a Bangalore up. pops smoke, I'm like, thank you, <laughs> thank you. I needed that. So like right now, I'm maining Bangalore. I like Lifeline, and I like uh, Gibraltar. I'm trying to get good with Gibraltar. He's a beast. He's my like. I have the worst luck at when I pick him. Yeah, yeah. Uh, just people go like that. It looks just meaty to shoot. Like yeah, he's, <laughs> he's a big boy. I wonder if he has a different hitbox. Probably. Probably, probably. right? But he, but so like, but he has that all that. Yeah, yeah. man. I, I love the fact that it, so for me, Gibraltar is always my like escape plan. Mm. So the same way you pop smoke for me, bubble. every time you get shit, I'm like, oh, bubble. Like, like everybody come to me, come to me. Like we, we played recently. Uh, it was me, uh, Sam, and Khalif actually. Every time we got shot at, I was like, pop the shield. I'm like everybody get in, get in, get in. Like it's almost like get in here, get, mm-hmm. in, get under the umbrella. Yeah, for real. Um, it really makes it because it gives you time to like, all right, shield up, shield up. We got hit pretty hard. Let's recoup. All right, we're good. All right, hide behind this rock. Run to that rock or like they're over there. You can see them. Right. Everybody get ready. And the shield goes down. You're like, boom, like fight, fight again. Now go. And I, that's why I love Zarya. So so he's my Zarya. Mm-hmm. And he gives me that opportunity to support my team and help them out. Like sometimes I like if someone's away, I'll throw that fucking shield as far <laughs> yeah, as I can boom. and like help them out. And um but yeah, man, like this game, along with the sort of, you know, and, and the store stuff is kind of tricky because some of those things are way too expensive. You have to buy things. I haven't even checked any of that stuff out. You, you have to buy things in order to unlock the second thing you want. And they're oh, both really? skins for the same gun. I didn't know that until Sam pointed it out. I was like, oh, well, that's corny as heck. Mm. Um, so there are some things that you have to tweak, but I, I'm still super hopeful for this game. I would love to eventually see like ranked play, like you said, which I think is happening, right? And then see like a league get spawned out of this because I, I want to see high level yeah, the, Apex I, Legends. I think play. they announced their like um, their yearly like game plan. Yeah, game plan. And they announced some stuff. They're like they're ready to go, man. Oh, this stealth drop was so impressive, so good, so impressive. Uh, I think a lot more like games need to do this. Yeah. Just like put the work in and like give it to us when you want to give it to us. Yeah, and I think if you are on the fence, I know a lot of the reaction I get from people I've seen online <clears throat> is like, I don't like Battle Royale, it's not for me, mm-hmm. it's going to be a pass. I get that. Cool. Totally fine. Although, I think if you're on the fence and you kind of like Titanfall, you like shooters, give this a chance because it, it has a little bit more of a, it extends more of an olive branch to people who aren't necessarily good at KD, like kill-death ratios, mm-hmm. because you can still be an effective teammate and not be the one with the most kills. Like if you're a lifeline or if you're, like we said, you're a Gibraltar, you can still revive people. You can bring them back. You can heal them. You can point things out. You can still be a valuable member of the team. And surprisingly enough, it's only three players, but you can still be like a major pillar of the team and not have to be this expert marksman or whatever. Yeah, it's, it's, it's wild how much like, I wonder, does this game make noise if it wasn't free? No. Not at all, right? I don't think so. I would have passed it wholly. Yeah, because, I mean, that's an extra barrier. Yeah. That's why a lot of people passed Blackout. Yeah, and Blackout's amazing. Blackout's fantastic. Yeah. I think if you like Blackout and you don't want to move on, that's totally fine. Right. I love Blackout. But that's why I think they also pivoted because... They were, remember they had the $40 version of, like, it's just Blackout and regular multiplayer. Right. That zombie stuff. That They must have had data that said... 
the zombie one is the weakest part. Let's just sell the $40 package of the two of them. Two of them yeah. I think, you know, and the granted, I think that game still sold really well, but um, yeah, I think the combination of the combination of the, the surprise drop and just the fact that it's technically so sublime. Mm-hmm. It's just like the game spoke for itself. And, yeah. you know, granted you had the, the paid influencers streaming it or whatever, that's going to happen regardless. Right. But, you know, I don't think there's, it's just so genius. You think like, you know, what would have happened if they announced this like six months ago, the hype would have sort of fizzled. Right. This thing sort of like, they they really rolled the dice on hoping it would blow up. They just punched you in the side of the face like, yo, hold that. <laughs> yeah. Seriously. Yeah. I, I, it's working out, man. It, it's a great game. It's addicting. Um, it, it runs really well. It was like the best release I've seen in a long time. But like, especially a battle royale usually has a lot of kinks. I mean, it's like, now that there's not. No. I mean, it, there is some stuff that's like a little janky here and there, but mm-hmm. like not not too much, man. You can like smooth that out yeah. in no time. Um, but I, I'm having a ton of fun with this game. Me I, too. I, I wish it the success that it's, you know, it's, it's definitely, yeah, deserved. yeah, for real. Um, but yeah, what else, what else you got? So another game that we've both been playing is, uh, Damon X Machina, the demo for yeah. it. They had these like little, on the, after the Nintendo, uh, direct, they, uh, released a demo for it on the eShop, which I just started playing this morning cause I, I forgot to check it out earlier, but mm-hmm. I played about like the first two missions or so, got to customize a couple different things on the mech. Um, but so far from what I've played, I'm kind of into it. Like it? It's weird because I'm also playing it on the heels of playing Anthem, which controls mm. so beautifully, and and also like Apex Legends. And this game kind of, in like no shade, but it kind of feels like a PSP adaptation of a game, like of a shooter. It feels very like Japanese in that way, where yeah, it's, it's like, like... We don't have enough analog sticks. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we have one nub and that's it. So it kind of feels that way because, I mean a lot of the shooting like you're not precisely aiming your reticle yeah. over things it, it locks on so because of that i think i also just unlocked the sword so i haven't done a ton of melee stuff yet so i'm assuming it might get better because of that i don't know but a lot of the shooting it feels okay but uh the dash for whatever reason is mapped to the y button and then left click in is mapped to like landing which i hope you can sort of customize because yeah, i wish I was, that was, I was reversed. trying to do that before and i was like that's not great no. Yeah. I I hope they fix it. If they don't, it's not a deal breaker. It still kind of works, but it would make sense to dash with the left thumbstick click in, and not have me take my like my thumb off the the look the aim to to dash because sometimes mm-hmm. that requires you you use that dash to like dodge and and you know go into the fray, and um, but beyond that, I'm actually kind of into it so far. I'm into the like character customization. Oh the, yeah, that, the mech customization stuff feels pretty good. That's what like. Uh got me i was like oh this is gonna be great i can it's so many customization options like yeah. the skin tones i was like yeah, oh, yeah i yeah. can do everything i could do one dumb eye <laughs> one big eye like yeah so it, i was like this is gonna be great and i just did not like it at That's all bummer, man yeah. yeah i was like uh whatever i mean it's not maybe i'll pick it up again yeah, yeah, yeah. It, when it comes out but um yeah when's this coming out actually I forget it, it's it's up in our news story later but i'm, I'm looking forward about to the it, aesthetic though. that just throws me off yeah, I don't yeah, I don't know what it is. Like, I like the look of the mechs, which but the I was characters like, and stuff. But like, the enemies are not interesting at all. I don't want to shoot ground tanks. I want to shoot. I mean, I'm sure that comes later in the game. I didn't play enough of it. The demo, maybe I'll give it another shot tonight. But, um, like, I want to fight another mech. So that, there's the second mission, I believe. Uh, did you do the second one? No. 
so the second one after you do like the little like drones that fly and mm-hmm. tanks on the ground and you're like moving and zipping around the cities which also gives me a bit of a um what's that uh mech assault on xbox the first xbox mm-hmm. <clears throat> kids ask your parents about mech assault uh it kind of has those vibes where you're like you're landing on the city you're running through the streets you're shooting tanks or whatever then you jump in the air you're taking these drones out and then at the very end of that mission, these two giant mechs come out. Mm-hmm. And then it's you and your buddies in these like smaller Gundams taking on these huge, like probably like 300 foot, 200 foot mechs. And you're taking out their knees and their arms. So that felt good. Like that felt like, oh, okay. Like now I see where they're kind of going with the stuff. Yeah. It's, it's less about like take out these little small guys. And um, so I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of hopeful for this game. It, it has a sweet ass art style. You know style. what it was? Like, I, when, have you ever played the. Um... Uh, what's that one where it's like you're you're a fighting force? It's a Japanese game. I played a lot of it and I can't remember the name of it now. Um, and you're fighting these giant ants and mechs, and it's very Japanese. It's not Earth Defense Force. Earth Defense Force. Oh, okay. Yes. So Earth Defense Force. I wish it was more like that. Like mm. I was, ex- I, I I think I was expecting that. I was uh, like, I got you. You know, when you 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 upgrade your character and you unlock like there's one character that can get inside of like giant mech and you yeah, like, run yeah. around and stuff. And like it's fun. It just felt like I'm doing shit. Like I'm exploding all these monsters. I feel powerful. I just didn't feel that in this. But yeah, maybe yeah. it'll get good. Yeah, give give another shot. Yeah, I'm, sure. I'm gonna play a couple more missions and see see what it's like. But I'm kind kind of hoping for that game. Uh, and then the last game on my list, this is an extremely long uh, hey, fuck it. episode this We're week. We're back. We're back. Um, the last game I've been playing is Crackdown 3, which I'm only playing on the strength of like my coworker Tim's recommendation. Mm-hmm. And I've been seeing the reception for the game be pretty mediocre. Yeah, it doesn't seem too good. It doesn't seem great. And I've watched a couple of reviews and I'm like, okay, that's interesting. I'm curious to see where I land. So I have Xbox Game Pass, mm-hmm. which by the way... Almost made it to, made it into my feeling it this week, but I, I like to keep them not game related. If you have an Xbox or if you have a PC, check out Xbox Game Pass. I think you could do a trial for like a dollar or something. Really? It's so the catalog of games that they offer players is unbelievable. Yeah. Shadow of I think Shadow of the Tomb Raider. I think that is available to play for free as a part of the subscription. Oh wow! It's such an incredible value. Like if you don't you know if you don't want to spend a lot of money on games get game pass get so many good games on there especially like on your back catalog you didn't get around to so many good games i've heard none of them are great things so like good. sam from Keycart games uh she always talks about that it's like, so good yeah. so i downloaded crackdown 3 as a result there's like a multiplayer version and a single player version the campaign and i booted up the campaign i'm probably like three hours into it so far and i'm having a blast playing this game like i loved crackdown 1 on yeah, xbox played 360 i played the heck out of that game <laughs> and um I love the jumping around. Like it's basically Mario with guns. You, you, it's like maybe Superman, the original Superman. Yeah, yeah, you, the you, one that can't fly. Can't fly. Yeah. So yeah, you're just jumping around. You're going from like, and every time you stop somewhere, you look around. You're like, oh, orb, and you go. It's like, oh, orb. Yeah. It's like squirrel. And they have they they do this cool design thing. I don't know if they do it in this game, but you see the 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 strength orbs, and they give you a run to make. They're yeah, I'll like, oh, go there and you can get there. And yeah, like, yeah, and then there's ones hidden on the ground that give you like a a mix of all the orbs. You can mm-hmm. upgrade your your actual melee strength, your, your weapon, your driving, and just the satisfaction of seeing the orbs get like you know absorbed into your body. <laughs> I'm also playing as a Terry Crews character. Orbs, so. orbs, <laughs> orbs on the Ford, absorbing the board. Uh, I'm playing as a Terry Crews character, so it's like really fun to see his character. And there's like these towers that have um, these like holograms of. This, it's like a police state. You're basically mm. like fighting the cops in this game as as like a super cop. 
um, and you're they're like you know these propaganda towers of this woman spouting all this nonsense, and you have to climb up to the top of it, hack it. And then it's like Terry Crews' avatar being like, yeah, we're, we're taking the city back and you got to join our gang. And it's like, it's really cool. It's like, oh, that's, that's fucking awesome. Um, but I've been having so much fun with it. Like I'm having so much fun and it's still very rudimentary, like lock on mechanic when you're shooting. The, the guns still feel really fun. Um, you can throw cars at people. Like it's so ridiculous. I love how silly Crackdown is. So silly. Um, but then the multiplayer, I played a couple matches of, and that is kind of trash, I'll yeah. be honest. Uh, that's the thing that they were like touting their whole like cloud computing destruction. Yeah, the look buildings at the... will be here when you come back. <sighs> yeah, it, it, I watched a comparison video, like the demo they shut off, like I don't back know then, how long yeah. ago, and then versus what it looks now, and it's, it's like, like... 10 years ago, by the way. It's not, it's not the same it's not thing. It. It's not what you remember. That's not um, it. It's also like this weird deathmatch type thing where it's kind of like kill confirmed to kill them and then pick up their tags or whatever. Mm-hmm. I played two matches and I was like, I'm never touching this again. Yeah. It's super not there. They don't have like a free roam mode with no, not that multiplayer? I, there's a co-op. So um, there's a co-op mode. You can play with people. They can like run around together with a friend. I haven't done that yet because I, I don't have friends on, on PC. <laughs> Someone John Paul. Please. <laughs> please be my friend. <laughs> um, so... Yeah, I uh, I'm really enjoying it so far, and I'm I'm very curious to see how many of the people who have been reviewing it like I don't know like I think you have to really know what you're getting into before you get into this it. This looks like a just unwind game, like totally. I just want to sit on the couch and blow stuff up. Oh, I can spend like hours just jumping around, just jumping around, like just doing that is enough for me to just want to have fun with it. And then I saw like I, I tuned into this the our stream this past week. Uh, we have it up on our YouTube mm-hmm. too. We're like. Uh, Tim driving up walls with the car and they're switching the car mode and oh, like wow. j- like ramming into cars like it looks like such a dumb <laughs> toy great. box it's fun yeah, time. It's like, it looks like a good time um, that's a, that's interesting man yeah, that's it that's it for my playlist yeah uh, mine is uh, significantly smaller <laughs> we went through one we went through Apex Legends that's like my main thing right now oh so like when I missed out last week right um, I played the Division 2 beta which I was really excited to check out uh, and I played a little bit of it. Like, I played probably three hours, four hours. Um, and I thought it was great. Uh, I think they are improving on the things that made it dope. Um, but, again, I only got to... I didn't get to play the in-game stuff, which I didn't realize they were going to release. Mm. Um, so I really wanted to check that out because that's the stuff that actually matters. Like, the story stuff is not particularly important. Like, you can play that on your own or with friends. It doesn't really matter. It's... it's uh, yeah, it doesn't change the way uh, the game is one way or another. Unless you're really looking for a single-player experience, then I can understand you really caring about that. But the setting, DC, is interesting because I don't know DC. Same. So I wasn't in awe about DC. I'm sure it's accurate. I'm pretty sure it's cool. Based off of the first one. I mean, I saw the White House. I was like, I know that's in DC. Yeah. No, for sure the White I know House. The, yeah, I know for a fact seen it. that the White House is in D.C. I've yeah. seen it in a textbook. Although, didn't hear any Go-Go music. No Go-Go. And I didn't see the ghost of Wale or something like that. <laughs> you didn't but see he, any Maybe Nike he made boots. it. Maybe he, he's like one of the... the um, no phone posits <laughs> anywhere. He's one of the vision agents. <laughs> Yo, that would be incredible. That would be kind of dope. Actually, Yo. this would go to the top of my queue if, if he was in there. Yubi. Holla at Do it. Yo, I got ideas, man. Oh, man. Um, tweet that. Tweet that. <laughs> uh, yeah, and also... The summertime aesthetic is, I, I think the winter worked better. Oh. It made it feel more pressing. I was like, yo, just barbecue and chill out. Like, 
it's the summertime. Like, why are you guys so angry? Yeah, man. I guess it's like do the right thing where you're like the the tension's high. Yeah, the heat. Yeah. Um. But the shooting felt great. Um. The the they do this the, the aesthetics of like getting the drops. It feels really good when you beat that last boss and it goes like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm, you need that. Leveling yeah. up feels like leveling oh, up feels so yeah. good. You see the shit swirling around. The you. cream rises yeah. to the top. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. That felt great. They changed a lot of the um. The abilities, which I wasn't a, ton, a fan of, like a lot of times you have to send them out now, like the rolly balls yeah, yeah, that yeah. shoot out the smoke and stuff. You have to like, uh, you know, prop it and then it pops out and it follows you around, but it doesn't just automatically go to a thing. Maybe that's an unlock later, mm. um, but you have to like send it out. And I was like, that's not fun. Oh. I wanted to just do the fucking Pokeball go. Yeah. Like, I choose you. Yeah, um, and do the smoke, but. It has some cool stuff. There was like a turret um, that has a sniper, and that's really oh, fun. Oh, that's dope. That's really fun because you can put it in weird spots, and it just like it takes out armor like like nobody's business. That's awesome. I thought that was fantastic. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm definitely gonna buy this game. Nice. It's mo- what I want in my looter shooter, and that'll probably be it for the year for me. For like yeah, looter I shooters. I, uh, I talked about it last week. I liked what I played a lot actually, and I didn't party up with anybody, but I can yeah. imagine that amplifying my experience a ton. In the same way that I did have some fun with the first one, I had a lot of fun playing that yeah. whole campaign. And um, but I know myself; yeah. I know that I won't stick with it to the end game stuff, which is where the real meat is. Yeah, and, you and that's know, the grindy stuff. That's, that's the, the grindy stuff. Not yeah. looking at anything. Let's just go through it again. Let's right. play the same mission over again. We know yeah. what to do. We know we don't gotta kill that guy. Yeah, just run past. That and guy. I think I know myself now well enough to know you're not gonna. Get I'm it. probably not gonna get it. Yeah, I'm gonna sort of passive passively enjoy it by like hearing your stories, watching Twitch streams. Um, maybe watching highlight videos of people play like really cool missions and figuring out really cool combinations of like turrets and guns and whatever. But um, but the little I played felt pretty good. Like it, and it also, good. I also really I didn't realize until um I played it. I really missed that sense of exploration that the first one gave me, where I actually felt like I was like, oh wait, can I go in this alleyway? And you mm-hmm. go and you're like, you can go in that yeah, alleyway. You can go in the sewer. You can go in the sewer, or yeah. you, you see like a window and you're like, wait, I can. Go in there. They added this thing now where they have like locks on certain things and you can shoot, shoot them off. Them, yeah. And there's this, um, th- that's like one added like kind of puzzle to the game. And then they also have like these rooms where you're like, that looks like I can get back there. Yeah. And then you just reassess the situation and then you see like there's a lock in there. Shoot through the window. Shoot yeah. the lock and now you can open the door. I was it's, like, that's really dope. It's really cool. Um, they add a lot of that, that exploration stuff. I loved it because like, you know, growing up in new york you see all the places and you can go into that stuff mm-hmm. i kind of wish it was in new york again i know and they just maybe unlocked brooklyn like brooklyn or, yeah. yeah um but dc's cool no hate on yeah, dc no i hate. love the dmv Fine. man shout out to maryland shout out to dc shout out to virginia shout out to logic yeah shout out to oof. what's um, uh <laughs> who's the other guy um kevin Dave durant kevin durant uh yeah he's from dc yeah i didn't know that yeah um but i'm definitely gonna buy that and then also i've been playing smash brothers like always i'm really bad at this game but i love it <laughs> i've actually like been wanting to get back into it you should get it back into it it's so good it's so much fun to like get your ass with just so many games man um how do you do it i don't i i mostly play like my switch at work oh yeah um, yeah yeah so like on my break me and my buddies would just play that's, that's yeah. what i need i need like i should probably organize a little like lunch hour we're doing thing. a um we're getting together this week with a bunch of my my coworkers' friends, and we're gonna do like a all smash 
We're gonna smash. You gonna smash? <laughs> yeah, it's mad funny because nice. like one of my one of my coworkers, he always walks in. Every time he walks in, he's like, "You guys trying to fight?" <laughs> like, every time, like so super aggressive. We're like, "Hell yeah!" We got like five minutes. We just yeah, get one yeah. match in. Wait, I so lose you, first. Do you guys play like wireless, like local wireless? Yeah, local or you guys wireless. Play on one TV. No, local wireless. Oh, okay, yeah, cool. That's yeah. dope. Yeah, it's fun. It's that's really cool. fun. Um, that's it. Nice, nice. Um, all right, cool. So jumping into the news this week, uh, our first story, more Apex Legends news, but Apex Legends gets more than 25 million players according to their like, latest, I guess, count this past week. What does that mean? Which is amazing considering like, I guess how many people are playing, actively playing it, which is kind of like, you know, a no-brainer since it's been out for two weeks, I guess. That's pretty active, I guess, if you've played it in the last week yeah, or so. Yeah, um, But it's pretty cool. And on top of that, they had some like Valentine's Day stuff, um, which they're already like rolling out. Uh, you know, event-based style stuff. And um, it's pretty cool that the, the thing continues to, you know, grow and grow. And uh, it, it doesn't seem like the last time we checked in, it was like, oh, wow, they got 10 million players and now it's 25 million. And like, it seems to be slowly taking uh, taking over a lot of other, eating a lot of other games as lunch. It's wild. 25 million is the uh, population of Shanghai. Is it really? From what I'm reading on this Google, oh yeah, <laughs> uh, that's kind of wild. If that's, this just, if that's uh, correct, yeah, it's pretty pretty amazing. And like, yeah, also hats off to uh, As of respawn. Good for you. Good for y'all. I'm really really happy for y'all. Um, our second story is a bit of a bummer. Um, so we talked about it last week. The the sort of impending doom that a lot of employees over at Activision Blizzard were. Yeah, man racing for it and it finally happened this past week unfortunately been so so i'm taking this from kotaku publisher activision blizzard has begun its long rumored layoff process this was earlier in the week um so they would be limit they they eliminated eight percent of its of its staff so in 2018 activision blizzard had roughly cut 9600 employees which would mean nearly 800 people are out of work or they had roughly 9600 employees that's what i meant to say and they they so that means they probably cut 800 people from their from their company. Oh my god! Um, and it, the the worst part is that on an earnings call, the, yeah. the CEO Bobby Kotick told investors that uh, the company had quote once again achieved record results in 2018 end quote. Um, but then they went ahead and still laid off 800 people. That's which slimy shit, man! Isn't that so fucking gross? Like something is weird when your company is sort of at still killing it, and you still have to go ahead and eliminate all these people's jobs, which is a huge 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 bummer um and kind of a thing we knew what was going to happen but you know i guess i don't know the, the apparently they were offered from allegedly offered like a comprehensive severance package and hopefully that can hopefully hold them over yeah, um hopefully. you know until they find something else i hope that all those people can find um some new um you know work yeah uh, that's rough man it, it it also really sucks that like Imagine finding out through a rumor and not through your job. Like my, at my old company that that I just left um, last year, that same thing happened at the beginning of last year, and you know we found out day of. Damn. And it was just like seeing my friends get those calls. Like, you don't have a job anymore. Here's two weeks of pay. Like this Ugh. is fucking bullshit. Like, it 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 hurts, man. Like it really. Yeah. Like I feel for these people like a ton. Like. Because there's nothing you can do. Can you imagine also, like, some of these folks have families and, like, of now course. they have to, like, reroute their families. Like, they have to... I know people ugh. specifically that are still struggling because of layoffs, you know? Like, oh, man. it's, like, and we live in the city with 
the quote unquote most opportunities. And it's just like it's still so hard to find, you know, another you know replacement job that's going to be on that level or you know somewhere near it where you can pay for your your life and you know not having that money from. I'm sure you're, they're going to be backed up and man, it's it's rough, man. It's real yeah. grimy and you know, I I feel conflicted about like telling you know counting people's pockets and you know counting people's money and you know saying who should have this amount of money and who shouldn't, but that that. The dispa- like the discrepancy is just way too big. I have no problem saying that there shouldn't be these fucking people getting millions of dollars while they lay off a hundred people from their right. staff. No, yeah, no, that's not what I'm saying. But like saying, you know, like the the, the conversation of who should be able to attain wealth and who should not. Um, so it's a little tricky on that aspect. But I agree. Yeah, like I don't think people it, I, shouldn't. Yeah. If you're making this amount of money, your company should be. Good. The people under you yeah. should be taken care of, and 100%. they shouldn't be fired. There's also the like the story going around of like, um, back when Nintendo was doing really bad. Mm-hmm. Satoru Iwata, rest in peace, was like, "Hey, we're all going to take cuts. All the C-suite people, executive right. people. That's what I'm saying. So that we don't have to fire anybody. Well, yeah. Like, if you're making thirty-eight million or whatever the number was. Like that that's that's enough to feed your your company. You that's can enough. move, some yeah. Shit you around. can move some shit around. Like yeah. some. How about you use the rest of the money that you saved up last year? Yeah, <laughs> like, for real. You know, like I'm sure the last year's, uh, uh, you know, earnings could hold you over yeah. for a while. Let, let's like, you know, let's get the people what they what they need. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. That, that shit's super slimy, and I, I feel really bad for those people. I um, so we had on our site actually on Kotaku, we had the AFL CIO. There's like a um. They're an organization that represents more than 12 million workers in the U.S. Mm-hmm. across 50 labor unions, including my own, the Writers Guild of America, of which Kotaku and other sister side staffs are members. This is taken from the post. Is that but, the that's the union you're in? Where, so I think it's like a it's a group that represents that oh, okay. that gotcha. larger gotcha. sort of you know collective. Um, so I'm our our uh, we're part of the Writers Guild, so mm-hmm. that's who kind of like that's who we rock with, I guess, in terms of what we do. But mm-hmm. um, they wrote this really cool letter on on Kotaku actually, uh, sort of addressed to developers saying hey you we have to do something about this because this can't continue um and one of the things says you know they get rich they get notoriety they get to be crowned visionaries and regarded as pioneers what do you get Mm. um so it's a really really cool uh you know with receipts letter talking about what what has happened what continues to happen and what needs to happen moving forward to protect the rights of workers uh which i again 100 percent agree with i think that Obviously, there are going to be people out there who are like, well, unions don't solve everything. And of course they fucking don't. Mm-hmm. Um, but but it's a step in protection. It's a step in protection. The best way I've heard it, the best way I heard it phrased was like, it's like a vaccine. You don't need the vaccine right now. Mm-hmm. It's not going to fix everything. But when you do need that shit, you're going to. Yes. You don't want it to be too late. Exactly. So, yeah, I mean, unionizing is, is it proven. Yeah, to help in these situations and across di- many different types of work. So totally, I mean, it's it's, it's everywhere. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, uh, hopefully, the story will continue to improve over time. I, I think it's it's cool to have that awareness, kind of like last year's labor issues and stuff like that. Yeah, you know, and just being aware like that. This this. It's not all just you're making video games, so it should be you. You know, you're lucky, right? You know, it's not that you know rainbows and shit. No, it's not sustainable. Yeah, it's, it's it has to something has to change unless you you know. And I think 
unionization is a nice first step. It's a great first step yeah. for protecting the people that hopefully you know, next time this happens, they're prepared. At least prepared. you have somebody on your side fighting for you, man. Totally. And you got people watching each other's backs. Right. Um, all right, cool. Our, and our last story for the week, on a lighter, on a lighter note, um, the Nintendo Direct happened earlier this week with a ton of things that were announced, including my personal favorite uh, announcement, Super Mario Maker 2 is coming to Switch in June. Uh, so it's coming with a bunch of new additions that they just kind of sneakily threw into the trailer uh, like slopes and stuff which are going to completely change the game mm-hmm. uh, there's going to be a new Zelda remake The Legend of Zelda Link's Awakening that which looks is pretty cool. looks really cool originally it was a Game Boy game it's being remade with a really cool sort of isometric tilt shift uh, art style which looks really really fun I think it's going to be a really cool introduction to people like me who haven't played it um, Fire Emblem Three Houses finally got a I guess another release date it's delayed to July 26th and I think immediately like those pre-orders for like the special editions got sold out which is wild um Astral Chain is a new game coming from Platinum which will be out on August 30th and this one uh seems like it'll have co-op and uh Masa, Masakazu Katsura the, the manga artist known for video girl AI is on character designs and Platinum's uh Hideki Kamiya and Takahisa Tawara on the development staff so some pretty notable figures there um box boy series is coming to switch which i loved on the 3ds if you haven't played box boy and you're you're looking and you're looking for a good platformer puzzler game especially with co-op this is totally a good option where were you playing that a lot yeah yeah i love that game uh dragon quest 11 i'm finally gonna play this (laughs) again it's coming on switch it's coming out on switch this fall Uh, and it's also really cool because it's coming with a a couple new additions including both english and japanese audio it will have new storylines for various characters. It'll even feature the 16-bit style graphical mode that the 3DS version had that, did, that didn't make its way to the States, um, which is cool because I only got a few hours into that game, so I don't mind starting it over again, especially on handheld. I find even when I'm playing Final Fantasy IX, which, which is another thing that got announced. Um, it's it, the way you want to play. It's the way I want to play RPGs yeah. now. I don't want to be stuck to my TV at home. Uh, Touch 99 drop. We don't got to talk about that bullshit. Uh, Captain Toad Treasure <laughs> Tracker for Switch got a free update. Um, it'll have some new courses and stuff, and there's going to be some paid DLC starting, uh, I think, uh, March 14th, which is pretty cool. Pi Day. Um, Damon X Machina, which we talked about, is also coming out. Uh, they, they had the demo drop. Yoshi's Crafted World is coming March 29th. We'll have a, it's a, there's a demo on the eShop now. And uh, a couple other things that were announced. Uh, Disney Tsum Tsum Festival is it's a weird little like cutesy game that's coming out for Switch. Sure. Um, but yeah, other than that, um, a couple RPGs. Oh, a new RPG from the makers of I Am Setsuna and Lost Sphere. The Tokyo, I think they call it like RPG Factory. Uh, Oninaki is a new, is, is coming out for the Switch, which kind of looks cool. Um, Starling Battle for Atlas is getting new DLC. The 3.0 update for Smash. Uh, ultimate um they talked a little bit about more about the um joker from persona coming to switch to smash bros uh marvel ultimate alliance 3 the black order is coming to switch which is interesting um yeah and then apparently the the developers of bayonetta 3 are reportedly hard at work so that's good to know because i love that i love those games and i'm really looking forward to part three but um yeah, that was about it. Is there anything that st- stuck out to you that you're excited about? Uh, the Zelda looked really great yeah. to me. Uh, I was like, yeah, I'm probably going to play that. Yeah. And if I don't play it, I'm still going to buy it. Yeah. I'm just one of those people that just buy shit. Um, yeah. Uh, I, I mean, Nintendo always hits it out the park with these things, man. Word. They're just like, more shit? You want, you want some more shit? Yeah. We got you. <laughs> yeah, no, it's great. And it, also, a lot of it was like, it's out right now. And yeah. Like, oh, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, download Final Fantasy IX now. Uh, yeah, more games this year is... is, is can't be 
great. It's just great. Yeah, Switch know. needs more stuff, especially for this year too, though. But I'm interested in Mario Maker more so just so I can see Dashu <laughs> fucking get yes. you know, angry. Yeah, I, I know, and I'm sure he's very excited that it's coming back. Yeah, I can't sure. wait for for more of that game. All right, jumping into questions. If you have any questions for us, please feel free to send an email directly to us at questions at the-optional.com. Uh, dropping into our Discord also will uh, do the same thing if you go to our questions channel. Uh, you can also record a voice message using the Anchor app if those you go to our profile. Dope. Please send more voice messages. We love those so much. Great. So our first question comes in from Chase. Uh, so he asks, if we read that, if you, I guess if you read that Yusef Cole piece about Fortnite and Stolen Dances... And wants to know who else has been cribbing black art without recognition slash payment. Who is on the shit list? Oh, man. How much time do you have? Yeah. How much time do you have? I have a lot. Oh, my God. And I'm not necessarily... It's going to sound like I'm hating, but, yo, K-pop, pay up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> pay up. Most of, like, <laughs> beyond K-pop. Like, I guess K-pop falls under the umbrella of, like, dancing yeah. and... Because, yeah, all of that. R&B music and, you no, know, that's true. all that stuff. I got into an argument about it, like, a couple weeks ago with a coworker. She's really into K-pop, and she was not trying to hear me. <laughs> but um, yeah, I mean, I mean that, hurts, that list man. is long. And if you have not read the Use of Coal oh piece, do so. It's fantastic. He has receipts. Receipts on receipts. Yeah, some of those books I like and those re- um, some of the references I need to look up because a lot of it I didn't know as myself. So Even just the titles of the books, I was yeah. like, oh, wow, that's something like, that's I would have picked this up in the – yeah. Yeah, but, I, I was going to say, I mean y- – to to also piggyback off of the uh, the music thing, most modern day American music has completely been taken from Black culture. Mm-hmm. You think about, I mean, rock and roll. Think about hip hop. You think about pop music as it as it stands now. Pop culture. So much of like, I mean, again, language. No shade, but also kind of, <laughs> uh, yeah, language. But like, I mean, look at listen to Ariana Grande's last album. Yeah. All those, tra- most of those tracks are like trap beats. Where do you think trap fucking music ca- came from? Um, it's just mainstream culture now taking mm-hmm. over, and and that's this is the cycle, right? Like you've seen it before with Miley Cyrus, Justin Timberlake, mm-hmm. all these other all these other people who sort of crib and ride these waves, and then they're like, oh yeah, but I'm now I'm like folky Americana, yeah, like I, yeah, I've Justin Bieber, Justin Bieber, like yeah. yo, I'm sorry, I've changed, I have to change. Is it's it like, too late now? To yeah, yeah, exactly. What happened to that Afro, you know, right. Afro beat? That was, that was all Afro beat stuff. It's wild. Um, it, 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 like you said when we started this, the list is endless. <laughs> it's endless, <laughs> It's bro. an endless. Um, <laughs> I mean, think about how much of modern day popular culture, right? Yeah. The things that sort of like eventually bleed into the mainstream. So you think about even streetwear, fashion. Streetwear. Look at all the bullshit that's been going on with these brands who've been doing really problematic things. Oof. And look who they've been acquiring and, and going after as influencers. Mm-hmm. Look at what, you know, sneaker culture is now, what it's become. Look at what streetwear has become. Where do you think that shit started? Yeah. Like, it's so many things. So many people could be put on this list. It's crazy. It, yeah. I would suggest doing some research if you're not familiar with it. Um, but yeah, it, it's just... It's I can li- you can literally po- point at anything in, right. in our culture and uh, in American culture. Black culture is American culture, so one hundred percent. You have to you know be cognizant of that. And I think just be aware of like you know the lingo we use. Like I heard them say "shook" on the on the uh, news, and I was wow. like, "Wait, what? <laughs> that, yeah, that's, that's wild!" wild. Yeah, yeah it, it's just it's just interesting that yeah. you know it's just so ingrained. They, they weren't you know trying to they weren't making a mockery out of it. It's sure. just how they it just became a part of the lexicon became a part of the lexicon yeah. there's nothing wrong with that but you know you have to 
like I always say, appropriation only happens when you exclude the people and it, you know, you have to take all of it. It's all or nothing mentality when you right. come, when it comes to culture. Yeah. And that's when, if you want to share in anybody's culture, you have to take everything about the culture, the good and the bad and the people. So yeah, yeah. I think it's like, you not said, just the food. <laughs> word. It's like you said a second ago too. It's like be, becoming more aware and doing your own research, right? Like even, even within our, like, my own culture like mm-hmm. latinx culture so much of that is strictly from like descendants or mm-hmm. like straight from africa right. like you think even like salsa whatever mm-hmm. like that is straight st- straight from, from salsa. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> when, when you think about like the actual rhythms and like mm-hmm. the, even the jazz influence so much of our culture is strictly and and just purely fueled by like yeah. you know black people and their contributions and like i think not knowing that and choosing to ignore it right. is fucked up. And I think that like what his article brilliantly does is like, it's like we were just saying a second ago, it's less about the actual rules, right? Mm-hmm. We're, we're not, we're not doing this because it's like, we want points and we want you to like, you know, we we just want to be right. It's like, right. no, we just want you to be ethical. Right. We want you to be a good person and credit, give credit where credit is due because, because we know, you know, Right. And that's the thing because we know, you know, we know, you know, and he gets to it at one point in the article where he talks about Marshmallow and they giving him his own named dance and concert. Right. So it's like you you're very aware of the cult of culture. You're very aware of where these things come from. There's not like there's not hundreds of meetings weekly that you guys, you know, nothing gets into the game without a yes, you know? So, right, right, right. So, you know, just do the right thing and just shout these people out. That's the least you can do. Word. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, great question, by the way. Yeah, um, that was a great question. Our second question comes in from Sam. Hey, fellas, it's Sam. My question is, with Tetris 99 releasing this week and just coming out of nowhere surprising everyone what do you think the next genre surprise will be to take on battle royale Hmm. um my guess this isn't a real guess this is just you know hey this could be cool uh (laughs) what if a dating sim turned itself into a battle royale so 100 players go in you're trying to woo people as fast as you can and uh whoever is the last one standing with the date I guess wins. I don't really know how it works. It's a it's a bad idea. I get that. Uh, maybe you guys can come up with something else exciting that would be a cool battle royale genre that no one has thought of yet. Let me know what you think. Wow, what yeah. a question! What a question, and it's a great idea, actually. Yeah, I would play that game. I would one hundred percent. I'm not into dating sims, but I would be like, "Yo, battle royale." I'm into battle royale, so yeah, that me... sounds good. <laughs> That's good. Um, what do you think? Yeah. So immediately the first thing that came to mind when, when I heard this question was, I, I think we're long overdue for a Twisted Metal Battle Royale. Mm-hmm. Like Twisted Metal kind of paved the way in a lot of ways for like deathmatch things that you can sort of think out of the box, right? So you just add cars and it becomes car, car, you know, battle, car battles or whatever. But I think like a, give me a nice big map with a bunch of cool little like ramps and loops and different weapons. That could be really fun. Like it could sort of do what Rocket League did for like sports sports games mm-hmm. in a lot of ways. Um what about you? What do you what do you think? Yeah, um I think that uh a mech battle royale would be dope. Like a um like a, da- a Damon X Machina. Take that. Okay. Give me fifty people. Like mech assault. Mech assault. And let's just battle royale it. Or my other one would be which I think I I would like to figure this out. Um like a, a turn based strategy game, but it's also battle royale and it would be less 
amount of people. So like maybe like 10, 10 people, yeah. 10 people. And it's a, you know, uh, into the breach style oh, goings on. Slow down. And you, guys, <laughs> <laughs> and you guys take, you take your units and you have a set spe- uh, specific set of units and that's all you got to work with. Yeah. And you, you know, you go into battle after battle after battle. Yeah, that sounds good. Work out the kinks, man. Yeah, I think that could totally work, especially if you think about it. Because I, I think that could work in the same style as like Sam's idea, which is like also cool because she's thinking outside the box. Mm-hmm. So if you think about it in terms of this game that can take place over a longer period of time, time, sort yeah. of like that other like weird mobile game that sort of became Pokemon Go. Whatever. Yeah. Um, I think that could be really cool. I, I do love the idea of a dating sim battle royale. I think that could be really freaking hilarious if it's like, let's say maybe it's 10 people and one person has to decide who they want to date or whatever. And maybe it's more anonymous so you don't have any like right. bias, biases or whatever. That, that could be kind of cool. Uh, I would love to see um, like a rhythm game style one. Again, not 100 people because Tetris, Tetris 99 has proved that you don't always have to stick to that number. No, you don't. Um, it would be kind of cool to see like an amplitude style battle where like let's say 20 people are on the same track and each person, you know, as you play very similarly to Tetris, Tetris 99, um, you have different attacks and defenses you can build up and you have to be cognizant of that as you listen to the music. That could be really cool. I love rhythm games. Or maybe like in addition to that. So like, right, if you're in first place, right, if you've gotten the most eliminations or whatever, your track gets harder. Oh. But in turn, you become stronger. So every time you complete a run, you know, you you just you're stacking that up, yeah. so you're sending out stronger shit, but it's harder for you. So that way you're always like, ah, yeah, it yeah. might not be the best to you know be killing so many people. I don't know that could be, that could be kind of cool. Be kinda I, cool. I do like the idea too of like different sort of factions being involved. So mm. that's what I loved about when I played Darwin Project. Mm. I love that there was a show director. People could vote on things and impact the outcome of a game. And again, it was ten players, so it was smaller. Yeah, I like that game to do a lot more. Yeah, I think it's still in early access. I don't think officially it's out to 1.0 release. So I still have faith that maybe the 1.0 release will do something. But I think by now it's kind of fizzled out, unfortunately. Mm -hmm. But I do love what that game was trying. Mm -hmm. I do love that it was like trying to incorporate Twitch and Mixer, you know, interactivity. I think it still has a little bit of a community around it. But um, I would love to see more of that idea be explored of like, hey, I'm watching on Twitch. I'm going to vote for Cam because Cam's my favorite streamer and I'm going to I want him to win. And that's kind of cool because then it literally becomes the Hunger Games where like you have sponsors who can like affect the outcome of a game. So people passively watching it are also participating, which is yeah. cool. Or like, um, so it would be Battle Royale, but it'd be like a, a cooking mama oh, slash overcooked, shit. right? But it's more like, um, but it's more like, what's that? Chopped. So it's like you're literally on a chopping block. Dude. They could do something like that, right? They like could figure something a, out. A cooking battle royale game? I would love that. Or if they, if And the, you got to get the meals right. Like, you guys have to work. Like, if you're doing duos, you guys have to work as a team and get the right yeah. shit and knocking out. And they're giving you bad ingredients <laughs> as they're doing well. They're throwing a fire yeah, at you. They're throwing, they, yeah, you got to get out the fires and stuff. Damn. I'd be totally into that, like, overcooked battle royale. That would be great. That, I mean, I feel like it's possible. Especially, yeah. especially if you, like, lower the player yeah, count. Make that. Oh, God. You guys, that's free. Yeah, word. Take these ideas. <laughs> Take them. Fortnite Get rich. Epic. Yeah. You're not, you're not going to credit us either way. Um, we also forgot our, a second question from Chase. Uh, Chase's second question is, if you were a playable character uh, in, in Apex Legends, or Ape Legs, as we've now started to call it, yep. uh, what would your specials be? Special abilities. Uh, first of all, my character uh, 
would be called <laughs> I didn't really think about this <laughs> but uh <laughs> trying to think, incorporate like my aesthetic so like he's tall be like Langston or some shit Langston Cause okay because I'm lanky you know okay um and then his style would be like very oafish I'm not oafish but like that's how I see myself mm. you know what I'm saying yeah like yeah, people yeah. don't really think I'm oafish but I am like I like that kind of goofy kind of look but um Maybe I am goofy. I don't know. <laughs> you tell me. Go look. Yeah. And then, so my 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 R one. Uh, what is it, R one or L one? L one. L one would be like a flash grenade. Oh, that's hot. Right. So now you seem like just your after effect, right? Of whatever's on the screen. So you're right. seeing double, um, and that just adds to the goofiness of it. And then my super, huh? What my super be? Since I'm doing a flash. Gotta be, it's gotta be flashy. It's gotta be flashy. What if it was like strobe, <laughs> like strobe lights, strobe yo? Lights. Oh, <laughs> it's just strobe shit. lights, and you're fucking. Yeah, that no, that might. That's a little too op. Yeah, I think. yeah. and it also might like cause seizures and stuff like that. That's true. Yeah, I want I want this to be in the game. I, I'm gonna think about it a little bit more. But All right. what, I, what I have you, an idea. So I one of my other mains in Overwatch was Symmetra, mm-hmm. and I kind of miss having somebody who can defend mm. well. So like, especially when you when it gets down to like the last you know, part of the game. I would love to have something similar where if I hit L1, I have multiple like turrets I can put out. So I know that like, if we're in the middle of this weird town that has a bunch of exposed areas, I know that I can at least plug up some of them. Even if they're like mines or something like battlefield mm. style where I can like plug some claymores where I know if they go off and I get a hit marker, I go, Oh shit, we got people behind yeah, us. There's people behind. Like yeah. when you go into those caverns and stuff. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, yeah I can leave a trail or something. I'm like, Oh shit. We like, let's, let's host up and like wait for them. I would love for that to be my special. And I think, I think, uh, I mean, I wouldn't want a portal cause that's basically goth tracer has one. Yeah. So I think my, <laughs> I have to think about my, uh, ultimate ability. I guess it would be, I guess something similar to the defense type thing. Maybe it's like, a, it doesn't have to be because Gibraltar is very different from his, that's true. That's what we call it. That, yeah, because it's like an airstrike. Yeah. yeah. What could what the hell could mine be? It could be anything. Um so you're you're a defense guy, right? Yeah, like turrets or like mines. Yeah. Maybe it would be like uh mm, I mm, Maybe you could do like a, a Fortnite style like a quick building. Right? So that okay. gives you like a fort because you are defensive. So maybe like a little fort, like bit. Yeah, yeah. I think what I would like to is like if we're spread out. Yeah. Maybe like shield everybody real quick. Mm. So if shit hits the fan, like, boom, hit everybody's shield. And I can only use it thing. once. Yeah. It's timed, and we we have an extra layer. But then again, that's like if, yeah, if you no, have like it's... gold armor and then that shield, <laughs> you're fucking set. Yeah, you're set. I don't know what unless my you're like aim is bad like mine. Yeah. Um, I gotta think about that one. That's a good that's ass a, question. That's a good ass question. Yeah. I'm definitely going to come up with an Apex uh, Ape Leg character. Word. And that, that they'll use and hopefully they'll credit us. But oh, we'll see. That'd be dope. Yeah. All right, cool. So jumping into Feeling It. Feeling It is where we take one thing that we absolutely love from the past week that we've stumbled across that we think is worth sharing. You know what's crazy? What's up? I lost my place in that sentence, but I've said it enough at this point that, that you just it was muscle memory. Yeah, baby, you know, it's wild. It's, it's a walking the dog. Uh, mine is real quick. Uh, I, I, there's a YouTube channel that I love. Again, mm-hmm. I love watching things on YouTube or streaming them in the background. There's one channel called My Analog Journal. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe they're French based off of like his accent. Maybe they're Canadian. I could be wrong. I don't know. Um, 
but they're just a channel that streams mixes. So they mm. they record mixes of like wildly different things. So the first one I got hooked on by was hooked on with was the uh they had like a city pop mix. Mm. So it was all like 80s funk from Japan or whatever again. <laughs> Speaking of cultural <laughs> appropriation, um, it was like a lot of funky stuff that like came straight out of Japan, especially like during like that that era, which I which I think is really really solid. Um, but then you know they'll have like world mixes, like Brazilian funk, and then they'll have Ooh. like you know they'll have like Turkish you know disco yeah. or whatever. And you're like on pa- on paper you're like this is kind of weird, but trust me, just hit play, let it play in the background, and maybe if you're cleaning the house or maybe you're at work and you want to do some like busy work, but you want to have some good music on check out their youtube channel because they ha- they probably have something for everybody i'm gonna check it out and if you're really if you have really eclectic tastes you'll kind of like everything they have to offer do they do the like 24-hour streams uh no they, oh, okay. they just have they like just have the set hour-long okay, mixes gotcha. yeah so they're like it's, it's like and it's cool because like it's a top down there's like multiple camera angles there's like a top down view of a guy uh two turntables and a mixer and he's like he'll switch from record to record and you see him do it manually so you get to hear like the effects and mm-hmm. blending in matching the beats and then if you want if you're curious about it he'll like he'll show the record to the camera and be like, okay, this, that's, that's who this is. That's and then he'll put it away. So it's like, you're kind of hanging out with him in the background. It's pretty cool. I, I love that's that. Why channel. I love like boiler room and stuff like yeah. that. When you find a good boiler room set, you're like, that's not just like, um, you know, dance music. Right. It's like, it's really good. Like really well curated. Like yeah, it flows. Like, oh man. Oh, it's so good. And it's like six people in the room. Those are the best ones. Yeah. yeah, like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, mine is a, a, a Netflix show. Um, that came out this week. I think it was this week. I'm pretty sure it was this week. I just got onto it this week, but uh, it's called the Umbrella Academy. And uh, from what I remember going into the bookstores back in the day, this was a comic book or graphic novel. Um, And uh, it's about a a, a group of kids that live in a a home called the um, uh, Umbrella Academy, and they all have weird abilities. Nice. Uh, And this is the, I guess, Netflix take on that. And it's interesting as hell. Yeah, I saw the trailer for it. It looks really interesting. It's I, I don't I know nothing about Umbrella Academy except yeah. like you seeing it in the stores, you know. But um, and it's about like so it starts off with um, all these kids are born uh, in like immaculate conception, like just I guess that's the word when you're just not when your your mother wasn't pregnant before, mm. and then and she's randomly she's randomly pregnant. she's pregnant. Literally, it happens in like ten seconds. So uh. 20 some odd kids are born at the same time on the same day. Oh, whoa. From people who weren't previously pregnant. Right. So this billionaire gets wind of this and he starts to try to buy the kids. So he ends up with seven of them and then he raises them and he fosters their abilities and stuff like that. Uh, and it gets a little weird after that. So it's kids with superhuman abilities in an academy raised by. A one dude, yeah, one dude and a, and a robot <laughs> okay, and yeah. a monkey, yeah, and it's interesting. Um, yeah, no, it's it's cool. It's like very like a uh, surreal weirdness going on huh. at one point. Yeah, it's it's just very interesting. It remind I can't remember what it reminds me of, but it's very it's very strange. Mary J. Blige is in it. And what? She, she's kind of fun in the in the show. She it's, dances. She dances. She's not doing the Mary, which is <laughs> I was like, I really hope they put in the scene yet. Like I'm only on like the third or fourth episode, and I'm I'm digging it. Like I'm I'm into like campy stuff like this. Yeah. Um, like the CW kind of shows, but this is a little bit more serious. It's a okay. lot vi- more violent. It's way more violent. Scare me for a second. <laughs> hey man, Archie's great, man. I don't care what you say. Um. But it's a, it's a, like way more violent. It's like a lot of blood and gore nice. and stuff like that. But um, 
and it's like kids killing people. It's like Sick. it's interesting. It's yeah. it's really cool. Some of them have like really interesting powers and stuff like that. But cool. I th- I think you guys should check it out. I, I don't want to spoil anything. That's why I'm not really because a lot of it is like spoilable. But um, it's interesting. It kind of goes. It starts off and like pretty much out of ten. Okay. Like, yeah. And then nice. It goes down. So I'm I'm enjoying the hell out of it. I'm not gonna lie. Dope, dope. I'm super looking forward to checking this out now. Yeah. It was like it was like on my radar, but mm-hmm. now I'm actually gonna definitely try to watch it if I can. Like they refreshed a lot of new things on all the different streaming sites right now. So like HBO Go has a bunch of new movies. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, Netflix and uh, Hulu. So, nice. Yeah, check those out. Super dope. All right, cool. So uh, before we wrap up the show, how can the people find you online? Uh, you can find me at Cappy Can't Lose. S C A P I C A N T L O S E on Twitter and Instagram. Hit me up, man. Hit Cam up. Yeah. Um, I'm Pauly Mayo, P-O-L-I-M as in Mary, A-Y-O. I'm on Twitter and Instagram. Follow me on either or. And talk to me. Uh, I'll, I'll listen to you and I'm, I might respond. Paul's great t- tweets. I tweet. Yeah. I can tweet. You tweet. I know how to tweet. Twat. I know how to at. <laughs> uh, I know how to add links. Um, but yeah, thank you so much for listening this week. If you have any questions and or comments, please send them over to questions at the-optional.com. We would love to hear from you. Again, we're on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Anchor, and Spotify. So if there's a podcast app out there, we're probably on it. Subscribe. Yeah. But if you can, take a minute to rate and review the show on iTunes. That really, really does help us out. So please take a minute and help us out. Give, us, stars, give us some help. Five, five stars, words. five words, at least. Um, and if you, if you like the show and want to help keep it going, we also have a little supporter button on our Anchor profile, which I found out is better to access on a browser window yeah. because it definitely shows up on there. So go to our little uh, Anchor profile, which... Oh, I forgot. I think it's anchor.fm slash the optional podcast. I, I remember I changed the URL. So definitely go over there, hit the little support button. Give us a, a dollar a month if you can. Really, really helps us out. Our homepage is theoptionalpodcast.com. That's where you can find the show and share it with your friends. As always, we can be reached on Facebook and Twitter at the optional NYC. Our show's music is by the one and only Levi Pack. You shout can find Levi. shout out to Levi. You can find him on Twitter at underscore L E V I P A C K. So until next time, everyone. Peace. Deuces.